Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello everybody, Janet Beckers here and a huge welcome to you to Romance Your Tribe radio podcast and I have got to you, with you today one of my BFFs in the world, Michelle McGlade. <laughs> I'm very excited to have Michelle here with you because I, I mean, Michelle and I have just become really good friends over the last year. One, because we just have such, we have a similar humour and we, you know, we have really, really similar, very aligned, you know, priorities in, and values in our business. And, you know, and also she's one switched businesswoman, really switched on businesswoman. So I'm so excited to introduce you to Michelle today. And instead of me giving you like her full bio, let's just dive straight over to Michelle and start quizzing her. Now, a big part of this podcast is I want to be able to give you the maximum value where you can have really actionable content, but we're going to try to, you know, our attempt here is to give that to you in less than half an hour, aiming for about 20, 25 minutes, which means we're going to be focusing straight on content. And I know Michelle's really, really good at that. So, so excited to have you here, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pumped. <laughs> so to get started, you know, you're the healer of healers. So let's talk about that. So who is it that you serve and how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, quick down and dirty. I work with health and wellness practitioners through my online programs and one-to-one -one private coaching. Right. So when you say healers, health professionals, so what's some examples of those sorts of people? Oh, yeah. So like naturopathic doctors, acupuncturists, nutritionists, health coaches, chiropractors, those would all be individuals I would love, right. love, love. Yeah. And look, you know, we have, I attract a lot of people who are in the health industry. It's maybe it's my background because I was, you know, originally a nurse and then a, and a massage therapist, and all those sorts of things. So people must pick up those vibes, I think. So, and I know that there are real challenges in that particular industry to be yes. able to build a profitable business. So that's why, well, so I asked Michelle along because I tell you what, Michelle's got this amazing track record of within 30 days, her clients are tripling their businesses. So that's just huge, just huge. So before we dive into exactly how they do that, I'm really curious, Michelle, like you're an acupuncturist, aren't you? Is that yeah, business? I trade. So why, why are you doing this now? rather than your acupuncture business oh it's such a long story okay but i can't i'm keeping it brief here for you guys you know i always wanted to have my own business i was really fabulous at starting a business from the ground up in fact i had two clinics and wow. what i learned is that my passion for the industry was never unwielding, but that my skill sets were so much more equipped to coach and lead other practitioners than it was right. to 
you know, help and heal my patients. Uh, I love that too, but I saw what a great impact I could make for my industry by uh, spending all of my time in that, in the coaching field. Yeah, right. So that's where you're the healer for healers. And, yeah. and, and a big lesson for that, I think, is for people who are watching that a lot of times I find that healers will have so many different skills because they've done lots of different courses. They're, you know, they're always, you know, working on their clinical skills to be able to help their clients. That it's it's really important to step back every now and then and go, you know, what actually is the stuff that I'm the best at doing and really focusing yeah. on that rather than trying to scatter so much with being able to put on your CV that you're actually a specialist in 15 different types of modalities. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that what you've just lovely to actually see you to be able to recognize that and then take that in that direction. So, yeah. So let's dive into some really, you know, the meaty stuff here. So let's first of all start with what sort of what sort of people do you work with? Like what stages are they at in their business? What sort of businesses do they run where they're getting this tripling of their businesses in 30 days? I know it's crazy. Like I almost feel embarrassed, you know, to say, that. <laughs> like, it, but I just want people to know that this is real. This is tangible results that I see time and time again for primarily solo practitioners. What I mean by right. that is they're not, they don't own and operate and run a team, but they're yep. running a solo practice. They're doing most of the work on their own. Some are getting started some are trying to get traction and some are just trying to go to the next level. So right. it really is regardless of maybe the stage, but just just know that they're selling one-to-one -one services and they're pretty much running the show in their business. Right. You know what? I reckon that's going to describe a lot of the people who are in the health profession that yeah. will be listening to us today because yeah. it's, it's tough to be able to get it to that next level when what yeah. you're doing is such a personal hands-on service. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So if that sounds like you and you're listening here, you're just going to absolutely love Michelle. Yeah. So the, the tripling your business in 30 days. So are there certain things that you're finding? Is there a group of things that, that people are doing or is it just one main strategy? You know, this is where, you know, my experience comes into place because I've been able to watch these trends. You know, one of my superpowers is to kind of take puzzle pieces and fit them together. And I have, I've been able to identify what I think are the five things, um, the five kind of big buckets of behaviors or, or things that these individuals are doing right. um, or thinking or how they're positioning themselves that really helps them to accelerate the results. Okay. You want to know what the five are? I know yeah. we can't go into all of them today, but like there's some five, five key things. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. So get out your notes, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first one is making a mind shift around just what you were saying, Janet. So many people are really investing in themselves around becoming better at their modality or adding a modality, but they're not thinking about investing in themselves as a business owner. And so the first thing is really getting yourself, your mind set straight is that you own a business and that takes top and first priority in yes. terms of your investment of time and money before being the practitioner. Because without, without the clients, you know, and the income that you're looking for, you can't be that beautiful healer and help people. 
Yeah. You know, that's such a huge struggle, for, I find, for so many people in the health field because they're used to yeah. giving. There's almost a guilt with actually charging and, and approaching it like a business. So, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Number one. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Make the switch, but it's a really important switch and it, it is about your mindset, about how you're approaching your day and using your valuable time and money. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious, Michelle, did you always have approached your business as with that business mindset? Is that something that's innate to you? It is yeah. because I mean, before I even left my corporate gig, what the first thing I said is I want to own my own business. Yeah. yeah. It's a very different mentality to going in where you're helping one person, you know, and you get results and then somebody else, and then you think you should start charging for it. It's a very different yeah. mindset. Yeah. So that's actually kind of, I'll, I'll reverse the order here because this was going to be number three, but we'll just say number two, put mm -hmm. the oxygen mask on yourself first. And what yeah. I mean by that is you, you can't give away your services and you can't undercharge because yeah. people who don't pay aren't, are, are not invested. And so this is a really, really big shift and something that cha helps to change the trajectory of your business. It really does. I've seen it over and over. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Third one, this one I'd love to go into a lot more detail on because I think it's what makes the biggest impact the fastest. Yeah. Say it's about visibility. You got to get your butt out of the seat, right? Fantastic. Speaking my <laughs> language, girlfriend. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold off there, and maybe we can if we've got time dive into that one. Yeah, too. let's do that. Number three. Number four is about time management. So it's about identifying time to work in your business and on your business, right? right? And this this will change again. This will change how you think about your business, but it'll change now how you're taking action in your business. If you're actually identifying hours when you will only see clients and hours when you will work on all of the tasks that need to be accomplished to run a successful business. Yeah. That's a huge challenge because a lot of people just don't make that time with their planning of their businesses. And then they, they're allowing the clients to just set those, you know, those timings. So yeah. Well, and then the, the tasks that move your business forward are the ones that usually go last on the list. And you, you see mm. the clients, then you answer all the emails, then you do the accounting, but that's not really the growth strategy. That's just yeah. all the operational stuff that just has to get done. Yeah. Good point. Operations, growth. You've got to make the time to yeah. actually put that into your calendar. So speaking yeah. my language, it's brilliant. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> And then number five, of course, they're getting mentorship, right? It, 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 they're, they're working with somebody to help them stay focused, to stay out of overwhelm, mm. get out of their head. The pe I mean, yeah. this is just true across the board, really. I mean, when you have somebody that can keep you unstuck and keep you your confidence levels high and get you focused on the right stuff, I mean, that's when action happens and action yeah. produces and you know what, I, this is an area that I find people in the healing profession, it's, it sort of links in so well with the putting the oxygen mask on yourself, doesn't it? That, yeah. you know, by nature, people in this industry, they give and they give and they give and yeah. have an, very, very difficult to receive. And mentorship is more than, it's not a, it's not a luxury. It's not spoiling yourself. It's absolutely necessary. You know, it's, it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. yeah. I'm really pleased you brought that one in. 
So those yeah. are the five. I mean, some of them are a little bit more mindset-y. Some of them are more tactical. But what I've seen over and over again is when you've got a combination of those five things and you're paying attention to those five areas, that's when, that's like the, if there was any such thing as pixie dust, that would be it. Because that's right. what I'm seeing is really rocket launching my clients anyways, to literally triple every month. I mean, I'm not just talking in the first 30 days, to be honest. I will, right. I, I've had clients go from, you know, maybe somebody who's brand new to two people when we're first getting started, they've already got six in the first month and they've got 18 in the second month and they've got, you know, whatever that is right. in the third month. Wow. That's, that's amazing growth. That's real yeah. growth for a, a single service provider. That's fantastic. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I just love, just, just see, if you're watching this on the video rather than the audio, you've just got to see Michelle's face. Every time she talks about the results that people get, <laughs> she's just, she just glows. She's obvious, you know, you're, 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 you're excited and you're proud, but, yeah. um, it, but almost kind of like, oh, I can't believe it, you know. it's um, Well, you know. it's what you, everybody dreams about and then they just suffer. Like, I want to end suffering for the practitioners now, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's so simple. It really can. It doesn't have to be, you know, as difficult, I think, as people are making it. But the problem is, is they're focusing on the wrong things, yeah. you know, to really grow. Well, let's focus now. You said that the first, you know, the one that you were seeing that has the biggest impact was the getting off, getting out of the seat. So let's, let's dive <laughs> into that. Get your butt out of your seat. Yeah. So what do you, you mean know, by that? Well, you know, you see this all the time with business owners. I kind of say it's like the old way versus the new way. The old way being I've got to get the website perfect, you know, or some of the behaviors I, I shared with you, you know, I need to respond to these emails or I need to, you know, get the accounting done for this week. But what really needs to happen if you don't have the client flow that you're looking for is you need to get the butt out of the seat and that needs to be the first and priority, you know, strategy for your business, right? Sales, sales and marketing first. So when so, you say butt out of the seat, so is that actually physically getting your butt out of the seat <laughs> and going somewhere or, or is yeah, it a metaphor for, you know, you know, getting a kick up the butt? It's no, it's literally getting out and being visible for your business because here's what I hear. People don't come to me and say, I've got plenty of clients. I'm making all the money that I want. You know, that's, it's always, it's always the fact that they're looking for more clients or more consistent clients or looking to build their business. So the fastest way, it doesn't matter if you're running an online health coaching business or if you've got a brick and mortar massage studio, the fastest way, literally the fastest way to get clients is to talk to people, wow. is to connect with other human beings and build relationships with them. And it sounds so simple, but I don't know why people just skim right over it. So if we look at that strategically, so where should people be meeting them? Yeah. So, yeah, because we've still got a limited amount of time. You want to make sure you're going to get the best results. That's right. First and foremost, your low-hanging fruit is your network. It's all the people, and I promise you, if you were to make, I challenge everybody listening to make a list of 21 people, yeah. um, people who you know, people who you met one time, but then, you know, you exchange business cards, but then nothing happened. How many of you have that? 
yeah. people who said they wanted to work with you, they actually said that and you thought that they were going to schedule, but they never did. Right. People who you see as an ideal client, like you're like, I know I could really help them. Or even have you ever had like family and friends say, oh, I know my neighbor could really use your help. These are all people in your network you have the most accessibility to right now to reach out to. And so to make that, because I'm, I'm thinking the next thing that comes up is, okay, so I've got my list of 21 people. Then I can almost hear it coming over the, the airwaves. People are going, what do I say? Like, am I going to go up to them and say, come on, book in for whatever the treatment is? Like, am I going to have to go in here for the hard sell? So knowing you, Michelle, you have a really classy way around this. So what do people say? Yeah, this is, this is the objection I hear. People always like, they go for, I need to go sell them. I'm afraid to do that. That's yeah. not what I want you to do at all, actually. Right. Okay. If you're really tuning into my words, you heard me say build relationships. Right. I want you to connect with people. And genuinely, if these people are in your network, you already have some sort of warm connection to them. So why not build a relationship and reconnect with them? Right. You've talked with them once. Let's talk with them again. Let's see. Now, each situation is going to be a little bit different, so I can't give you a one-size-fits-all, but why can't you reach out and find a time to have a coffee with them? Why couldn't you reach out and say, you know, it was so great meeting you at my kid's soccer game. I know you were interested. I wanted to reconnect with you and find out how you're doing since we last spoke. Right. Actually, that's, that's actually a really good phrase. So uh, write that one down. And, you know, this, this is actually, a, it takes the pressure off people and it really ties in beautifully with, I mean, this is the Romance Your Tribe podcast. And so the Romance Your Tribe is the system of building a business based on relationships, which is why we're such good friends. Is, yeah. So a lot of times people will go, right, there's somebody who's a potential client. I've got to go straight and try to make the sale. And that yeah. makes you feel icky. It makes them feel icky. But I love that you're, that you're actually able to say that you can demonstrate that people are tripling their business yes. through That's relationships. Right. And it's not from having a sales script. It's from let's have a coffee. Let's reconnect. See how you're going. Let's just get in front of your face. Let's get seen. Let's start to build that those relationships and that connection. So that's so much more doable. The next thing that I would be thinking, because I, I know what people say, well, you know, if you're not going to be going straight into the sales, if you're not making those, if you're not having those sales calls, this could be a super duper long process before you actually get to the sale. Do you find that? Well, that's why I encourage people to go to their warm audience first. People like right. in that low hanging fruit in your network because you're already advancing the relationship by having had a connection prior. Right. And, and the key thing here is, okay, so let me just give you something a little bit more tactical before I take you to the next step. So you've got your list of 21 people. The yeah. way to make this go quickly that people miss is they're like, oh, today I'm going to send someone an email. Tomorrow I'm going to make this phone call. That's not the best way to do it. Actually put 90 minutes in your calendar and reach out to all 21. Ah, brilliant. The strategy is in the process. How do we make this go fast is we're really literally blocking and tackling our time and just getting this done. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So you've only got to psych yourself up for this once. 
(laughs) And then here's the thing that you're asking, like taking it a step further, this could take a long time. No, there's actually, I mean, there's a very strategic process that I have around this with my clients. And that is what happens after you reach out is called follow up, which most people don't do and they don't do it in a timely manner. So there, there, the other objection we hear, I'm sure you've heard this too, Janet, is, oh, it's, I don't want to bother them. I, I just yeah. sent the email two days ago. I don't want to be pushy. Well, the thing is, is that they're not focused on building your business right now. They're focused on all the crazy stuff going on in their lives. And so yeah. they saw your email or they received your phone call, but it's not their top priority. It's yours. Yeah. So the devil is in the details here. 50% mm. more sales are made in the follow-up and it's about following up several times actually um, to bring them to the goal, which is the goal is to have the connection, the meeting, the, you know, whatever. Yeah. That is brilliant. And such a beautiful reminder for people. I'm looking at our time. We're doing pretty well, actually. We're, we've, got a, we've got a few minutes left. And then, and so, I mean, because I just love, I'm really grateful, Michelle, that you've, that you're not skimming over things here. You know, the things for already for action points for people here is write down a list of 21 people that you have had contact with that. And, and also some of those are going to be people who know other people. So they may not be a customer, but you know, so you've got 21 people that you're going to start with. Then you're going to block out 90 minutes and you're going to do that on a regular basis where you're going to contact them, not to make a sale, but you're contacting them to follow up, to see how they're going to then make the next step where, you know, you're going to be having, you know, meeting for a coffee or whatever it is it's going to be. And then you're scheduling in your time for your follow-up and making yes. sure that you're doing that in a timely way and consistent. I mean, that's not rocket science, folks. Michelle's giving you a really simple process to follow, but you, you've you demonstrated over and over again that just this technique here can triple your business in 30 days. So yeah, my challenge to people is do that and go and and let Michelle know when you've done that. I would love to hear the results because uh, I mean, again, this, like you said, this isn't rocket science, but most people don't do all the steps. So just hear this one more time. The devil's in the details. The results are in the details you know, make the list, reach out, follow up. I would say follow up up to five times. I'll give you the little recipe I give my clients, which is um, obviously, you know, day zero, the initial outreach or connection, then two days later, then three days later, then five days later, and then seven days later. Right. Yeah. Excellent. So just, so that would be, you've got five days later, then seven days later. So is everything finished in a seven day period or these are five days after the the three days. Sorry, that's just my detailing wanting. No, no, no. Okay. So here's the way I do it because a lot of people don't work on the weekends and I'm not expecting people to work on the weekends. So I say, let's say it was Monday. Okay. Let's say the initial, then I want you to follow up two days later, which is Wednesday. Yeah. And then three days, which would be the following Monday. Yeah. Keeping up with, you know, only working Monday through Friday. Then five days later, which I mean Friday. And then another seven. So we have a three week time period now here where we're following up and bringing people to a decision. Yeah. And decisions are yes or no. And all decisions are good. If you get a no, thank you. You did your job. Yeah. That's no scene you're getting closer to yeses. (laughs) 
that's a really good thing. Write this down somewhere. That, that's the kind of thing that I think you could put there on your computer or on your telephone that a mm-hmm. yes or a no is a good answer if you have followed that three-week process yeah. because you did your job. That's a very, very different mindset, Michelle, to, yeah. well, you know, I hassled them and then they said no, so I can't <laughs> do that again. So that is just, that's a really beautiful, calm, step-by-step, follow that process and then at the outcome at the end, know that whichever the result is, you've done your job, that is yeah. a great thing. That is it's a really different way of looking at it. I absolutely love it. So now I'm looking at our time. So well, first of all, I know that you've you've got a book that you've written that you can go into more detail here. So can you tell a little bit about how people can contact you? And, and can they get a copy of that book? Yes. So I would love to offer your listeners a copy of my free best, uh, or my best-selling book. It's a free uh, download and you can head on over to michellemcglade.com forward slash profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. Love it. Setting that intention straight off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. So yeah. So go and, well, I'll put the links down below, but absolutely everybody, if you go over there and get that. And when you when you take action on what Michelle shared today, go over and, and let her know because it gives we do what we do and share things like this on a podcast because we absolutely love it and want to get the message out. It is incredibly rewarding to hear back from people that actually took action. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What you shared. Yeah. That keeps that keeps me going all day long. Yeah, yeah. So do that. If when you have followed these processes, go back and let Michelle know and to connect. And so Michelle, any last points, anything else that you'd like to add or some parting words of wisdom before we leave? You know, um, screw it, just do it. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, action trumps everything, people. Just take action one step at a time and you will get there. You will get there, I promise. Yeah, that is a really good one to finish on. And thanks so much for making it today that we've actually got action points to be able to follow and they're not threatening. They're very, very simple, methodical, and you've proved over and over and over again that they work. So thank you so much again, Michelle. Thank you everybody for your time today, listening to us. And I would love to hear from you, whether you're watching this iTunes or you're listening to this on iTunes or wherever your podcasting is, come over to the romantialtribe.com website and, you know, so you can you know, leave a comment for us would be fantastic. Or come over and find us over on Janet Becker's author over on the Facebook page or join our Romance Your Tribe uh, private Facebook group. You're very welcome to join us over there. So you can do that on Facebook. And you can connect. Michelle's actually over in that group as well. So you can connect with Michelle in that group. And, um, yeah, so we can actually cheer you on as you take action and help to keep you accountable. So, Goodbye, everybody, and thank you so much, Michelle. Bye. My pleasure. Bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.